الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذ تأذن ربكم لئن شكرتم لأزيدنكم ولئن كفرتم إن عذابي لشديد صدق الله العظيم اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري إر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Respected علماء ألدز And dear brothers, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. We live in such a day and age wherein the acquisition of a material item or a product is simply a few clicks of a button away without disputing the fact of whether this particular item falls under the category of a permissible need or a permissible want. Each and every single one of us can safely conclude that by means of the advertisements that we come across, the various messages that we receive back and forth on social media, 
we are plagued with an ideology known as consumerism and materialism. And the whole idea behind this ideology and this concept is to make us believe that in order for us to achieve a sense of fulfillment, in order for us to feel complete, in order for us to experience joy, then we have to channel our energies and our resources behind worldly gain and worldly possessions. However, as believers, those who believe in the Quran Kareem, those who believe in the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we know very well that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has informed us in various places in the Quran and by the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam of certain divine formulas that we can adopt in our lives, inculcate in our lives in order for us to achieve true happiness, true joy, not only in this world, but in the Akhirah as well. Allow me to share with you one such divine formula that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of to adopt in our lives. And that is none other than the aspect of gratitude and displaying our appreciation to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the commentators of the Quran Kareem discuss the subject matter of shukr and gratitude, the first aspect that they speak about is called al-i'tiraful al-mun'im. Al-i'tiraful al-mun'im means for a person to wholeheartedly acknowledge, to fully recognize that whatever I enjoy, in whatever form it may be, is solely and exclusively from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not because I deserve that bounty in any way. Our food, our water, our drink, our businesses, our skills, the various amenities at our disposal is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to enjoy them and not because we deserve these bounties in any way. To understand this, we look at one incident and I mentioned this incident a few months ago but this is for us to take lesson and understand and reflect. Imam Hannad rahimahullahu ta'ala mentions this incident in his Kitab al-Zuhd, wherein Hassan al-Basri, the leader of the Tabi'un, the generation after Sahaba radiallahu anhum, he narrates this incident and he says, on one occasion, Musa alayhi salatu wassalam addressed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said to Allah, O oh Allah, you had favored Adam alayhi salatu wassalam with such favors and bounties that you had not blessed anyone else with. You created and molded Adam alayhi salatu wassalam. You blew into Adam a soul. You made him a dweller of paradise. And then you commanded the angels to prostrate before Adam alayhi salatu wassalam. And then the entire galaxy of angels then prostrated before Adam alayhi salatu wassalam. Oh Allah, tell me, how does salatu wassalam acknowledge these bounties that you had blessed him with? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Musa alayhi salatu wassalam, Oh Musa, Adam alayhi salatu wassalam did two things. What were these two things? Number one, عَرَفَ أَنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنِّي Adam alayhi salatu wassalam first and foremost recognized and he acknowledged that whatever he enjoyed was exclusively from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This reflection, this understanding, this acknowledgement that came from the depths of the heart of Adam alayhi salatu wassalam then drove him 
and propelled him to thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the second thing he did was, he praised and he thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Alhamdulillah. And amazing, Allahu Akbar. If we study the lives of Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam in the Quran Kareem, amazing how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chooses to introduce the various Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam in the Quran Kareem. Let us look at a few examples. We open Surah Al-Nahl, the 14th Jews of the Quran, the second last page, the last ruku of the 14th Jews of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam to this ummah. He says, Inna Ibrahim kana ummatan qanitad lillahi hanifan wa lam yaku minal mushrikeen shakiran li'an'umih ijtabahu wa hajahu ila siratim mustaqeem Who was Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam? Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was shakiran li'an'umi perpetually grateful for the various bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him we turn the page the first page of the 15th juz of the Quran Allah introduces Nuh alayhi salatu was salam what does he say dhurriyata man hamalna Nuh innahu kana abdan shakura Nuh was perpetually grateful for the various bounties that we had blessed him with. A grateful servant of Allah. We turn to Surah An-Naml, the 19th Jews of the Quran. The last quarter of the 19th Jews, the first verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala narrates the entire incident of Sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا دَاوُودَ وَسُلَيْمَانَ عِلْمًا most certainly we had blessed Dawood and Sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam with ilm. What is ilm? Revelation, wisdom, knowledge. How did they acknowledge this bounty of ilm? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَالَ They both said, Dawood and Sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam, Alhamdulillahi alladhi faddalana ala kathirin min ibadihi Allah, we thank you. We are grateful to you that you selected us with this bounty of ilm over many other believing slaves. We go down the page. Sulaiman overheard the statement of the ant, the warning of the ant to the rest of the ants that be warned the army of Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam is about to cross. Go into your homes. Seek safety. Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam overheard this. What was his statement when he heard this? رَبِّ أَوْزِعْنِي أَنْ أَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ Oh Allah, inspire me, enable me to display gratitude to you. Inspire me to be able to make shukr to you. Despite the resources at his disposal, the power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him, the army that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with, no one prior to him, no after him will enjoy the army that he enjoyed consisting of birds, consisting of jinn kind. Yet, his statement is, Oh Allah, inspire me to be thankful to you. Ummul Mu'mineen, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, witnesses the difficulty that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is putting himself through and he's enduring in ibadah. 
So our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha says to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Nabi of Allah, why are you exerting yourself so much? Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven your past, Allah has forgiven your future, hasn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised your ranks? What was the response of our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He says, O Aisha, afala akuna abdan shakura? Yes, I understand what you are saying. But should I not be a grateful slave? Should I not be shakir and grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And when we study the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and each and every one of us know this very well, of the various challenges and the difficulties that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went through in Makkah Mukarrama, eventually migrating to Medina Munawwara, the torture against his companions, the slander against his wife, yet the statement, Afala akuna abdan shakura, should I not be a grateful slave? And this is an important lesson that we draw from the lives of Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. Reflect how Allah introduces them in the Quran. Despite them being that group who had to endure the most difficulties, the most challenges. No one can endure the challenges and difficulties the way Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam had to endure difficulties. Yet, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chooses to introduce them in this way. That despite that, they were grateful. A lesson for myself, a lesson for you. Let us reflect. If our spouse has to introduce us, if our parents have to introduce us, if our children have to introduce us, if our associates and colleagues have to introduce us, is being shakir, being grateful, being appreciative, a salient characteristic that they will pinpoint in our lives? This is a question that we need to ask ourselves from the bottom of our hearts. So that is the first aspect, al-i'tirafu lil-mun'im. To acknowledge that whatever we enjoy is from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we don't deserve that bounty in any way. The second aspect, what are the various benefits of being shakir and being grateful? I wish to share with you two benefits of a person who develops an attitude of gratitude as they say. Mufassirun rahimahullahu ta'ala, rahimahumullahu ta'ala say, Ash-shukru qaydun lin-ni'am al-mawjoodah wa saydun lin-ni'am al-mafkoodah. What is shukr? Shukr is a means for you to secure and preserve the bounty that you currently enjoy. We want to secure our business. We want to secure our children, our parents. Whatever precious item that we have in our possession, we want to secure that particular item. Mufassirun rahimahumullahu ta'ala saying develop shukr. It is a means of you preserving the bounty that you currently enjoy. At the same time, it is a catalyst and a means for you to secure additional bounties that you currently do not enjoy. And this is the essence of the verse of Surah Ibrahim, the second ruku' of Surah Ibrahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us, وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ Allah makes an adhan. Allah calls out to mankind, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ O oh mankind, if you are grateful, I will most certainly increase you. And we can't get more definitive than la azidannakum. I will most certainly increase you in that bounty. That is the first benefit of gratitude. Increase. Multiplication. Or barakah. The second benefit, Mufassirun rahimahumullahu ta'ala, 
they say in Surah Al-Zumar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the first ruku' of Surah Al-Zumar, which is in the 23rd juz of the Qur'an, وَإِن تَشْكُرُوا يَرْضَهُ لَكُمْ If you are grateful, a direct result of you exerting yourself on the path to being appreciative to the various blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a direct result of your gratitude is a rida and the pleasure of Allah. Imagine, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have selected out of the many ibadat and the worship that we are commanded to carry out, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have selected any ibadah, any worship. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this particular chapter selected the aspect of shukr and rida and his pleasure. If you are shakir and grateful for the iman Allah has given you, for the families Allah has given you, for the wealth Allah has given you, for the knowledge Allah has given you, a direct result of your shukr is Allah will become pleased with us. A beautiful hadith mentioned in Riyadh al-Salihin by Imam Nawawi rahimahullah ta'ala. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, and see how easy it is, easy for us to attain the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Inna Allah la yarda anil abd. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, verily Allah becomes pleased with a person. When? Ya'kulu aklatan fayahmadahu alayha. Out of food. And then he praises and he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wayashrabu sharbatan. He has a sip to drink. Fayahmadahu alayha. He thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is showing us a way to attain the pleasure of Allah. Say Alhamdulillah, Allah give me the tawfiq, Allah give you the tawfiq. And the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something very significant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the 10th juz of the Qur'an, وَرِضْوَانٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرٌ What is the ridwan and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is something great, something important, something significant that you should be striving for. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us shukr is one easy way for us to attain the pleasure and the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The third aspect that I wish to speak about is the negative result or the negative impact if we do not develop an attitude of gratitude and when we do the direct opposite is when we become ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what is the result of this ingratitude. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes to inform us of something important. In various places in the Quran Kareem, he uses parables and examples. One such place Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us is in Surah An-Nahl, the second last ruku' of the 14th juz of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا قَرْيَةً كَانَتْ آمِنَةً يَأْتِيهَا رِزْقُهَا رَغَدًا مِّن كُلِّ مَكَانٍ فَكَفَرَتْ بِأَنْعُمِ اللَّهِ فَأَذَاقَهَا اللَّهُ لِبَاسَ الْجُوعِ وَالْخَوْفِ بِمَا كَانُوا يَصْنَعُونَ Allah cites an example of a town. What was the condition of this town? They were living a peaceful life. They were living a good life. They used to receive their provisions, their food, their fruit, their grain from all over. It used to be imported from all over. No customs, no taxes, no tariffs, with ease. And they were flourishing as far as their businesses were concerned. 
However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَكَفَرَتْ بِأَنْعُمِ اللَّهِ They gradually became ungrateful to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And under this, Mufassirun rahimahumullahu ta'ala explained that when a person is ungrateful, he can be ungrateful in one of three ways. By means of his tongue, by means of his heart, and by means of your actions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed me with ears. I use those very same ears that Allah has blessed me with to listen to that which Allah has prohibited me from listening to. This is tantamount to ingratitude to Allah. Allah has blessed me with eyes. But I utilize those very same eyes to observe that which Allah has prohibited me from observing. Then this is tantamount to ingratitude to Allah. Allah has blessed me with a tongue to make the dhikr of Allah to recite Qur'an, to be good to people. But I utilize that very same tongue to ridicule people, to mock at people, to insult people, to carry tales regarding others, to backbite regarding others, to look down on others, to speak ill of others. This is tantamount to ingratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah protect us all. So they gradually became ungrateful to the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as a result of the ingratitude, we tested them with two things. And to appreciate the words that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, literally, we made them taste the garment of hunger and we made them taste the garment of fear. Meaning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept this town which became ungrateful in perpetual hunger and in perpetual fear. And we can see the reality around us, the state of fear, the state of insecurity that many of us have. We might not be experiencing hunger and poverty, but we, we know of the reality. In various communities, people are being deprived, malnutrition. In our own communities, surrounding communities, on a micro and macro, macro level, this should be an example and a lesson for us. We're not saying that Allah is subjecting us to these two punishments, but this verse should be an eye-opener for each and every single one of us. Allah tested them with these two things. Lastly, my esteemed elders, brothers, what is one practical way that each and every single one of us can inculcate this sense of gratitude in our lives? Ulama explain that we need to be thankful, not tearful. Be thankful, not tearful. And to understand this, they give us an example, and they say two people were presented with a 250 ml glass with 125 ml of water in it. And they were asked to describe this glass. They were asked to describe this glass. Person A looks at the glass and he says, the glass is half full. The second person looks at the very same glass and he says, the glass is half empty. Despite them being presented with the very same item to describe, one has a positive outlook in life, a positive mindset, the other has a very pessimistic and negative outlook in life. One is thankful, one is tearful. So we need to become more positive about the things and the amenities that we have at our disposal in order for us to in order for us to excel on this path of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to become more appreciative to Allah. Simple, with our hearts, with our minds, 
become content, be positive. Some of us might not have been able to afford a holiday, a fancy luxurious holiday during this December-January period. But think about those people, reflect over those people who haven't had a decent break from work. We might go home to a hot meal and we might have some reservations with, with regard to the meal. But think about those people who haven't had a decent meal to eat in a few days. This attitude will drive us to be thankful to Allah. We might not have the latest vehicle, but think about those people who stood in the rain today at the taxi ride to go from place A to place B with much difficulty, with congestion of traffic. This will drive us to be more thankful to Allah. This is a lesson for myself, a lesson for you. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us this realization, to grant us this understanding that shukr is something very, very, very important in our deen. And this is one way that we can achieve and attain the rida and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thereby attaining true happiness, not only in this world, but in the akhirah as well. I conclude by summarizing what we discussed. The first is acknowledging that whatever we enjoy is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to enjoy it and not because we deserve that bounty in any way. The second we mentioned is the benefits of developing an attitude of gratitude. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become pleased with us. The third we mentioned the negative result of ingratitude. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested a town with poverty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested a town with fear. The, sec- the, the last, the fifth point, how can we inculcate shukr in our lives? We need to be thankful and not tearful. I leave you with a statement that one of my senior friends in our community said to me a few months ago. He said to me, if you have it, make shukr and carry on. If you do not have it, then make sabr and carry on. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.